When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. It is, wow, day two of the tampering period. Why are you there? I'm sitting in the big Hogue seat. Uh, So Adam Hogue, let's not freak out. Uh, Hogue is... Got your illness. He's he's got... I did not get Hogue sick, (laughs) and I... I think I sound what three percent better today. No, so better, yeah. Let's you look better. You got mm-hmm. more color to you. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. yes, yesterday was. Uh, Hopefully, you won't rush to the bathroom and you know multiple times again. I did go five times. Yesterday. Five times. It was well because I. I was the, sitting in my office and there were several times where you were thundering past and I was like, check out that guy's forty time. <laughs> I, I, I was going for it yesterday because every time we went into a read, I'm drinking so much tea to do what I can and okay, I feel fine. But so Hogs out at uh, Northwestern's pro day. Hanging out with Ryan Poles, hanging out with Matt Eberflus, hanging out with Peter Skaronsky, hanging out with Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, Kevin is sitting in. Nick is here. The Bears are making. I, th- I thought we were going to go live last night. I don't know where you guys were at. I was. I was calling everybody. Come on. We the Bears have signed Demarcus Walker. He's their he's their best defensive yeah. end, defensive lineman. Three year, twenty one million dollar deal. Dude started five games last year. Nick, you, I know you were fired up when you got the Walker news. Uh, yes, yeah, fired up is one way to describe it. Um, I just started watching some film on him in a half of football that I watched. It was with him and Nate Davis, obviously coming from the Tennessee Titans. Way more impressed what what I saw from Nate Davis and why it makes sense for the Bears bringing him on. Walker didn't really show me much. I still have more tape to do, but to me at this point, he just seems like a guy. He is he's the Al Kadeen Muhammad replacement. He has nowhere to go but up. That's how I'm looking at him. <laughs> 32 QB pressures last year. Let's give our credit to Pro Football Focus for that tidbit. Uh, he posted a pressure rate of more than 10% in each of the last two seasons. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, best season of his uh, of his NFL career last year. Seven sacks. He started six games for the Titans. Apparently, we are just you know, Titan Central over here mm-hmm. right now. Let's let, let's go, Nate Davis. Let's go, Demarcus Walker. Uh, you know, Tennessee's a fine town. It's. I just think as we all sit back here, and of course we're being, you know, everybody lo- loves what how aggressive the Bears are being, and I think the belief in Ryan Poles is incredibly strong after the trade out of number one. Uh, but I do think it's an interesting day yesterday. Tremaine Edmonds, 
Anybody have that on their on their bingo card? I know I didn't. Uh, and so we're we're when and 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 TJ Edwards, two linebackers. So doing it a little different here, Kevin Kanick. Good to see you, by the way. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for letting me fill a seat. I filled a seat on CHO Bulls last it's night. It's like the Oscars. When I got seat up. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel a little bit more comfortable talking Bears, more, more so than Bulls. And, yes, it was interesting to see what the Bears did yesterday, that they went out and shored up the linebacking core first, um, which, you know, something that I don't think we, we saw coming. But mm-hmm. – it was it was nice to see Tremaine Edmonds. Obviously, has, has been around. He's he's a captain. He's a Pro Bowler. He's coming here, and I think he's going to change that room and, and really kind of lead that room. And was it maybe a little bit of an overpay? Sure, but but you can you had you know room to overpay at least one guy. Yeah, I don't think they necessarily overpaid the other two guys. So let's go. Let, let's throw a carmathetical out there to Ooh, start the show, if if you will. Um, to the chat, to you, Nick, to you, Kevin, to you, Lawrence, to you, Hogue, out in Evanston somewhere. Let's just say for argument's sake that these moves mm-hmm. were being made by Ryan Pace <laughs> and not Ryan Poles. How do you think they would be received right now? Why? Who the hell is getting to the quarterback? Why, why are we doing this? Because, I wanna f- because I, I'm trying to bring some level of balance. Right. I'm not trying to... For lack of a better the word, shit on it. I'm still there. I, I do see people going out there and you know saying King Poles and here comes Poles and he's the man. And maybe and it is. almost kind of makes me think of two years ago when we were thinking the same thing about you know Arturis Karnushevis over at the United Center, right? Yeah. Now AK's reputation in Chicago not quite as right. good. And and for the record, um, at the time I was like, what are we going to do with right. Demar Derozan? How's that going to work out? But we have to see how these pan out because, I mean. Polzo's already had a swing at this free agency thing, and it didn't pan out last year. And you could say, okay, well, maybe they were, you know, trying to intentionally or not so intentionally tank. Maybe. Um, but at the same time, you would have liked to think that they would have unearthed maybe a gem or two here or there, and I don't think they did that. I think my – I don't know if it's an issue yet, but they haven't addressed the premium positions that the Bears def- desperately need. Mm-hmm. You need tackles. Uh, offensive tackles you need defensive ends that three tech and walker he's kind of a hybrid he'll play inside he'll play outside on the defensive line but i think going into this free agency with all the money the bears had that's what you thought they would invest heavy money into they haven't done that yet and they still have those needs left and obviously there's a draft but i think as i'm kind of looking at it like you upgrade the linebacker position which is great now now you go from having one of the worst coverage linebacker units last year to arguably one of the best, which is a great plus. But you still need to get that three-tech. You still need to get tackles that can protect Justin Fields. And Ryan Poles, at this moment, hasn't done that. And yeah, does he and have enough draft capital to actually address that? You can say, okay, great. It's a, it's a draft that is heavy in edge rushers. Great, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll address that there. We'll, we can, might, might be able to get that with you know, the ninth pick or even later. Um, but, but, yeah, it's like – uh, yeah, look, team polls. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm just saying, yeah. look, it's a little odd. You need a tackle. You apparently, apparently, according to all reports, the Bears were right there with Mike McGlinchey. They were, mm-hmm. they were like in eighty-seven seven, million. If we were sitting here right now were, and, they, and talking about that, that, that money, it would be a different tenor here. Right, I think. but, 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 Lawrence, they were there. Supposedly they were within they were that seventeen and he went for seventeen and a half, which I'm sure he did not go. I'm glad I, they didn't go that high for him. Yeah. He's thirty. Well, may, 
I mean, you say that, and, and, and maybe so, but the fact that matters is they were there. Like, the, the, he, he wanted to do it. It's, it sounds to me like McGlinchey preferred to go to Denver. For whatever reason, he's, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I can't put myself in those shoes. But if I was getting offered seventeen million and getting seventeen and a half million a year, I'm not making the decision on where I'm going based on the money. It's going to be based on a lot of other factors, and that's fine. That's not necessarily a knock on the Bears, but but the fact that matters, they wanted to give this dude the money, and 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 he didn't take it, by many reports. So, and maybe that'll work out great for the Bears. But so it, but you didn't get, but it didn't work out mm-hmm. the way they wanted it to work out, and so then they pivoted, and signed a guard. Who, uh, uh, you know, I mean, there's no way, I wouldn't think in the Bears situation right now, you're signing that dude with the intent to 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 cut Cody Whitehair. To to me, the most logical thing that's happening here is they are going to move because they don't have a center, and you can't rely on Lucas Patrick and Cody Whitehair has been a center. So I would think that they're going to move him back at this age. And he's been a better guard. And so that and maybe it'll work out. But so you're and Nate Davis is athletic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he, so athle- the the more of the two athletic guards is t- yeah. is typically the left guard. The, the musical chairs aspect of the offensive line, as it looks right now, is a little bit concerning, right? Right. Your musical chairing, Davis. You figured out the, you figure out a good spot for Tevin Jenkins. You, you struck gold at that. Maybe that was your best move of last season, and now you bring in a guy who's only started at right guard in Nate Davis. Now is it just and and, and is listen, it just a shell game or I, right? I mean, Jawan Taylor's going to move from right tackle to left tackle and protect Patrick Mahomes. The Bears are going to take Nate Davis and, and move him from right guard to left guard. Nate Davis, you can do it. I believe in you, Nate Davis. <laughs> but that's what they're doing. That's what it sounds like they're doing. They're going to move him to left guard. They're going to hope they're going to cross. They're going to they're going to cross their fingers and hope that uh, Kevin Jenkins stays healthy. And I think Cody Whiter is going to get a shot to play center. It's going to be interesting what the Bears end up doing with this offensive line and just watching a little bit of Nate Davis yesterday. He's a guy that can get to the second level. He fits this wide zone scheme. What, you know, Chris Morgan, the offensive line coach, is going to ask out of his lineman to do. He can get up to the second level, has good movement skills. Just where where does he see him fit best? And maybe that is left guard. Maybe it's the right guard and you see if Tevin Jenkins can swing back out to tackle. Who knows at this moment? But quickly going back to the McGlinchey, like just the, the Bears not getting him. If the Bears had him today, signed for the same deal that, you know, he signed um, with Denver, wouldn't you feel better about the protection that Justin Fields is going to have next season? You actually have a right tackle. If you're overpaying, it's probably going to – it's going to happen in free agency regardless of right. who you go get. That was a lot of money, a lot of years. And I will say this, yeah. if McGlinchey had to go somewhere for a lot of money, may as well be the 49ers because that's a team sure. that's going to be there and competing against the Bears if and when the Bears do get to that level. So let's stick them with some crappy money, right? Let's do it. Yeah, it makes sense. Hey, a super chat from our guy, Devante. He said, would Skaronsky's arm length make him a liability in the NFL for years to come? We draft him just to move him to guard, not the best move. And, yeah, that touches in with what I'm saying. Like, you can't be doing all of this just kind of switching around. If you're going to spend a number nine pick on Peter Skaronsky. Oh, that reminds me. I forgot something. Are you going to pigeonhole, pigeonhole in, in a different thing what, that, you know, in a different position? Do you, do you really want to spend a number nine pick on a, on a guard? That's the thing, too. Like, that seems, that seems high. 
right, to go inside. If it, it, A tackle, that's where, you know, you can see yeah. a top 10 pick going. But, you know, I think the the idea is that if Skronsky does have to move inside, you know you're going to have a reliable player there. But that's the question. Do you use – oh, wrong hand. Is that like spending well, spending a, your number eight pick on an inside linebacker and five years later you're you're trading him because mm-hmm. well, he wants $20 million? Yeah. So, and the, the, the problem, you, you were not going to get around this really. You were going to have to be drafting four needs because the Bears have so many needs. But now you're in a spot at nine with the way that this has fallen. Do you have to draft an offensive lineman? Like you have to get a tackle there. You don't have to. I just get the feeling they're going to fall in love with one of the edge rushers. Whoever that, that may be, I don't think we know at this point what what Poles and, and Aberflus want, but I think that's the end game here. So, but then, okay, and if that is the end game, then you got to go out, you're going to have to go, they're going to they're gonna sign another lineman. Yeah. That's what's going to have to happen. Um, Greg Braggs joining the chat. What's up, Greg Braggs? What's up, gang? Um, Jay Toasty with a nice super. Uh, oh, Jay Toasty, what's up, my friend? Super chat four ninety nine. Appreciate you, Jay Toasty. A free emphasis on free agents can decide where they go. Chicago isn't a destination in free agency yet. Why would a guy uh, want to be the solo stud on the D line? Right, correct, Jay Toasty. I'm with you. You you are going to have to overpay at this point. There's 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 no there's no doubt about that. That hey, come here and be the lone dude and, and try to save our defense is not gonna be appealing. Speaking but on of the other side of the coin, Tremaine Edmonds, let's look at his part of the, in that Jay Toasty. Hey dude, you wanna come to you wanna come to Chicago for four years and seventy two million dollars and have eight offensive linemen on you every game right now? Because that's what it looks like. You know, he's putting he's putting his trust. You're going in to earn your money. Yeah. I mean well, speaking of overpaying, what is Jimmy saying here at four ninety nine? Uh, which positions do you consider to be premium when spending free agent money? I mean, that there would be the tackle position. If you're looking at where you're going to overpay guys, it's going to be the offensive tackle position. It's going to be a probably edge rusher. Like those are those premium positions that every single NFL team covets if they don't have them. And you know, so far the but Bears if you're going to do it, you do it for a younger guy. You do it for a little bit more sound guy. You, you do it for I think a guy that's better than Mike McGlinchey. So he's he was getting better since it, since he entered the league. His pressure pass rate given up. He's been better the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. He fits I, the scheme I we of what the Bears want to do. I thought we were like over the whole McGlinchey thing. He's too old. <laughs> he penalized too much. He's not he's disciplined. Not and the Bears just don't have right we're, we're talking about a guy who's still not over Ryan Pace here. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm, I, I just, I think it's an interesting exercise to try to put yourself in your Bears fan seat two years ago, and Pace is making these moves. Hey, we, you have nobody on the defensive line. We just paid a ton of money for Tremaine Evans. They might Bears fans might have killed him. They, they. I'm not. You know. Yeah, but the Edmonds move. I, I don't know who tweeted it yesterday, but the thing where it was Edmonds plus Edwards. Uh, and and, and that draft pick was twenty four and a half million, and Roquan wanted twenty. I read it. So, I, so I, that's I, a seems I, like I, a very I, smart decision. Yeah, I, I I I saw all that calculus. But if we rewind back to the middle that's of the not season, really calculus. That's just sort of algebra, I think. Are you in a fighting mood over here? Just, uh, just, you know. just, just want to. <laughs> I think it's because you're in that seat. Yeah, you, you just. But ben, I know, just doesn't like me. It's, it's, it's. We have a. I like it. Oh, come on. Uh, no, it's, it's, all, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a love, love. But so here. I just lost my train of thought on that one. Okay. Um, (laughs) 
where were we just at? I don't know. You're buy the brick by brick shirt. Yeah. Those they, flew off right the shelves yesterday, which was awesome. Thank thank you for everyone who went, went in and bought Braggs' brick by brick shirt, which we premiered. They're going fast. If you want the hoodie version, um, and I know you do, you do have to become a CHGO diehard, so check that out at allchgo.com. Bra Braggs was so uh, – did you find your I, thing? I found my about let, let me, well, Hold we'll, on. Yes. Braggs was jacked yesterday. So. Braggs was jacked. Braggs should have been jacked. We were all jacked. And the shirt is awesome. And buy the shirt. And I'm going to wear, like, I'm going to nonstop start wearing that shirt. Where's the brick at? It's oh. still, it's Did he take the brick right? bag with him? No, it's no, right over there. Do I have to bring that I'll out, too? I see it. I see it. Gosh, darn right. it. This is that guy, Actually, JT you can see it behind Kevin. JT the Brick. Uh, uh, JT the Brick does a good show. They... <laughs> The point on the calculus with Roquan and Tremaine Edmonds that Lawrence just brought up, and it's, it's, a, it's a good point if you look at the value that they got with the second-round pick and Edwards and Edmonds, it, it, it does look good when compared to Roquan. But the whole point of the Roquan thing was that the Bears were not going to pay for that position. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, you know, I don't know. I would... It, it makes me wonder, like, let's, go in, let's just go into a vacuum right here, okay? You could have paid the three years, $51 million that Draymond Jones got from the Seahawks, or you can pay the Edmonds deal. What's, I mean, how are people voting on that? Which one would you have rather done? You want, now, you're overpaying for the three-tech. You look like you're paying for the three-tech. I am. You I are. Am, I am paying for the three-tech. Um, look, Edmonds, I think, is going to have a lot of success in this system, uh, especially given the length. That's what he had. That's what Eberflus had in Shaquille Leonard, right? A, a longer middle linebacker that can get in the middle of the field, play that cover two defense. Mm -hmm. But they still don't have the three tech. And unless I see the Bears actually address that with a guy, I'm there. You have to question again how productive these linebackers can actually be in the system. So unless that spot gets filled, like there's there's going to be some question marks well, about it. And just to try to calm you down on that one, and and myself down, and whoever else. They're going to get people up there that are going to play. He just might have a rough first year. And then people are like, hey, Tremaine Edmonds, can you do anything, buddy? Because, he, he, you know, mm -hmm. this is not somebody uh, that is he's, – he's long, he's fast, he's a great cover linebacker, but he, he's not going to be shedding ta blockers, and, and that's not his game. So they're, he's going to need a little bit of help here, like most linebackers, mm -hmm. by the way. So I don't – you know. You bring in a defensive coach – and you bring in with a system that's so reliant on the three-tech. And then if your first two seasons, you don't have a guy who's a studded three-tech. What are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, Larry Ogunjobi, welcome back. <laughs> He's a free agent. He's out there, man. <laughs> He's a free agent right Sheldon now. Sheldon Rakins. We're probably not getting the deal that he would have gotten last year. No, no. Or Larry. He's not. Uh, that sound, if anybody hears that, is uh, probably Adam Hogue, who's definitely checking in with us. From somewhere, at, he was either going to come in studio we'll or... Him, we'll let him set up. Give, Before give he comes on, can I just say something? Yeah. Someone just took a shot at my shoes, which it's deserved. These are a little older. In my defense... Kevin's been trying to... Those are bad I do have a Nike order coming on, coming Ooh. in. <laughs> I did put in for the Air Jordan 3s. Didn't win that. Twice. I, yeah, you always text me when, when you, you're in on something. And I didn't always come on today. I would have worn a nicer pair of shoes. So you're going to have to deal with these with these kind of beat up Air Maxes. And you know, I, I put on the the twos today because you know, it just felt like a Tuesday. And I also don't have any twos. Other Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Twos on Tuesday. There we go. Uh, yeah, all good. Nick, why don't you tell us about 
our fine folks at DraftKings leading us to the promised land. Yeah, DraftKings, which is America's top-rated sportsbook. One of the best times, in my opinion, and I think everyone would agree, to start placing some bets is during March Madness. So you have to take advantage of all the ways you can make bets with DraftKings. And, of course, you can bet in the NBA, MLB, and the XFL. Whatever you're, you're thinking of, most likely DraftKings going to have something for you to bet on. Champions f- League matches today. There you go. I've if you're Lawrence, it's Champions League matches. So... Check out DraftKings to do that, but first what you have to do, you have to download the app now and sign up with code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, MLB, uh, Champions League. You could do that, but first you got to do that with the code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Don't don't we have to do a play Uh, of the the week? Is there a play of the week we have to do today? There is a play of the week, which uh, I can look up right now. Well, here, let me... Uh, That's a shoes are a reflection of your home. If they were a reflection of my home, I probably wouldn't be able to afford a home. And I would like to... Whoever just put in the chat that's now flowing through, thank you to everybody checking in today. Uh, I have the original twos, and I've never worn them. You, sir, are my hero. That's awesome. Uh, game time, by the way. Let's get some... Oh, we're not doing our some, play of the week. Let's get some live sporting events let's, going on. Yes? You don't, you don't need my DraftKings play of the week? Oh, I'd love to hear the DraftKings play of the week. You got one, Lawrence? Uh, well, I'll just say that I'm uh, tailing a gentleman who has been uh, dealing with some uh, good Champions League picks lately. And, and uh, so we got some Champions League matches today. And what's my pick of the week if we're going to do it? Do the Bulls play? <laughs> uh, no, the Bulls play tomorrow against Sacramento, and we'll be talking about that a bit during the game time. Ad. I don't know. I, let's just... Uh, I don't know. How about how about the Real Madrid uh, at Liverpool? That's tomorrow's game. Uh, but Real Madrid, we're going to put them to win because Liverpool is already down by three goals in this uh, two-legged uh, competition here. And they're, they're going to give up a goal, and then they're going to just say, you know what, that's fine. We're going to lose. So Real Madrid is going to win. What are the odds on that? Plus 135 uh, for Real Madrid to win. Okay. Uh, so that's, you know. I'll Thank take you, that. Lawrence. There you go. You have your play of the week. Good. There we go. Game time. Game time. Uh, after Well, DraftKings, play of the week. And, yeah, yes, game time. The hottest new ticketing site makes it easier than ever to get the best deals, tickets to sports, concert shows, anything you need, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats, wherever you want to be. There is no better deal in the secondary market than game time tickets. So download the app like 15 million people have done. And – Next thing you want to go to, NCAA tournament, Blackhawks, Bulls, whatever it is, buy it through the link in the description here. That's uh, how you can truly support us and M Game Time at the same time, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Game Time tickets, again, best prices, best seats, Game Time tickets, get er done. All right, out to Evanston, Illinois we go, where... King Hogue is hanging out in <laughs> King Hogue. the Wildcat Palatial. That's oh, beautiful. Beautiful indoor facility where they should be winning Big Ten championships, but unfortunately only won one game this year. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. I was there, by the way. Sideline duty. I was going to say, one, one and oh for you, Carm. But, yes. So uh, how'd it go out there, Adam Hogue? Thank you for joining your show. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Um, I'm staring at uh, beautiful Lake Michigan. If I do a turnaround, you might be able to wow, see that. Gives you, I, I promised uh, Paul Kennedy and the fine folks in Northwestern I would show off their beautiful facility while I jumped on with you guys. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's uh, the, here's the weird thing about pro days is uh, the most awkward part for me is that it's like a library in here right now. In fact, I feel like I'm still talking too loud. I really what is can't it? tell. Is it like the combine? You want to whisper to us? That'd be a it, it really is. They can't ask you to be in the facility and then you also be quiet. No, 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 no. I know that's a decision I'm making on my own. But yes, it is very, it is very much like the combine, which you guys experienced. Carm's a favorite sporting event of all time. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a library in here. It's a little awkward. But um, the Bears are here. Pretty much everybody that you could think of. Uh, from GM Ryan Poles, their scouting staff is really running this whole show today. They're, they were running, you know, all the 40 times the workouts. Uh, right now, the running backs are still going. Uh, Peter Skaronsky, who, of course, is, you know, the biggest name here today. Um, it was Chris Morgan, the Bears offensive line coach, who uh, ran that portion of it. So, you know, the Bears are in full force here, which has not always been the case at Northwestern's Pro Days. I think that's notable. Um, and I, I think they're taking a close look at uh, really all of their guys, but especially Skaronsky and uh, Adetamo Adebore, who just went through his defensive line drills here just a moment ago before I jumped on with you. So, did anything kind of, I mean, just seeing Adebore just kind of doing the defensive line drills? See, look as advertised from what we've kind of saw at the combine to what we're what you saw just now. Yeah, and I was I was you know gathering a little bit of intel on him. I th- I think he is um, kind of a tough read right now for scouts because uh, was, I'm not sure based on some conversation as I've had today that he was really considered a top prospect until he did what he did at the Senior Bowl and uh, the NFL Combine. So I think teams are still trying to sort through that. Hey, you know. Why was his production not higher? Um, you, you know, was he playing out of position? Is something I've I've had a lot of people ask me, but I think is that's that answer to that question is really more that Northwestern was playing him all over the defensive line because they had to. I think he's a three technique at the next level. I think uh, that's what a lot of teams think. I think that's what the Bears think. So it's just a matter of where where is that value? Because I feel like a lot of a lot of yeah, like if I were to put a mock draft out right now and put him at number 53, I feel like the common response on Twitter would be, oh, he's not going to last that long. I don't know, though. I think teams are still trying to weigh that film versus, you know, what he's done since January. And it's it's really a tough read right now. And so I think for players like that, today's an important day. Um he was just working out with two other defensive linemen, some local guys. I didn't even know because they have some local kids from other schools here. And um, so from a comparison standpoint, he was blowing those guys out of the water, but that's probably not a, not a fair comparison. Cause I'm not sure that those guys are anything more than people than a couple guys who will get invited maybe to some rookie mini camps. I mean, look, Adebare, if you, let's just go look at the numbers. Most sacks he's ever had in a season is five. He did that last year. He had four and a half in, as a junior. One as a freshman, two as a sophomore. All right. Uh, tackles for loss, nine last year. Eight and a half as a junior. I mean, n- point being, none of these things jump off your board. I, I would think he would be there, uh, despite the fact that he is a physical uh, specimen that is wowing everybody right now at the combine. I think you, you will be able to get him would be my guess, and it would be an interesting play because when you are on the defensive line at Northwestern and there's not a lot of help around you and you're competing in the Big Ten, it's a heavy lift. 
So it, it could be a guy who, you know, in a better system would have flashed a ton more and you might be getting huge value. I mean, this guy's a big-time athlete, so he's an interesting name. I'm almost more excited about Adabari than Skaronsky, and I'm totally fine if the Bears pick Skaronsky because it would be logical considering where they're at right now. Adam, obviously a lot of the narrative around Skaronsky is about his arm length and or his arms too short, you know, whatever. Today when you guys were talking with Fitz, Fitz was saying, well, I don't know. Maybe some of that is is being put out there, so people, he, you know, he falls down into maybe the teens, or you know, so someone can pick him up. Where's the truth there? Good question. Uh, it's a great question. Yeah, Fitz's response was pretty much what I thought it would be, which was uh, to laugh, and uh, that's <laughs> it's pretty. That didn't, didn't surprise me at all. Um, you know, I think, I think the truth is somewhere in that he'll be a. He's, he's still a first-round talent because that's what the tape says. Um, but, you know, if his arms were a couple inches longer, is he in play for, you know, a top three pick? Maybe. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think the conclusion there is I'm not too worried about it because, you know, I've seen enough of, of Skaronsky to know that, you know, if he – I think he can play left tackle. The same thing happened with Rashawn Slater. He's been fine at left tackle in the NFL. I think Skaronsky can be that. If they need him to move over to right tackle, I think he has the ability to do that. If he needs to switch to guard, I think then he becomes a you know a dominant guard at the next level, which is um, certainly not a bad thing. So I, I, I think he it puts him sort of in that wheelhouse where the Bears are right now at number nine with that number nine overall pick. So I, I would think he's very much in play. Um, especially as you look at what happened yesterday and things can still change here and even in the coming hours, but um, they didn't get their, their right tackle. They made a run at Mike McGlinchey. They had a price on him. The Broncos topped it and that's fine. I think being disciplined there is um, a smart way to go about it. And now you look at the draft and I think for both of these main positions, based on what we saw yesterday, whether it's tackle or a three technique, those are the top two guys that Northwestern has here today, which is a big reason why I think the Bears are here and um, putting as much effort into this pro day um, as you would think. Now, one other thing, I, one of the things I can tell you, Ryan Poles being here today, he is on his way. Uh, not just him, but um, the Bears staff—they're going to be in Georgia tomorrow. Georgia's pro day. Um, another three technique, obviously, and Jalen Carter. They got to do their digging on that whole situation. And does Jalen Carter come and play now at number nine with those issues? So, um, and granted, there's a, Georgia has plenty of other players to take a look at, too. So it's not surprising that the Bears would be there, but that's where they're headed tomorrow. Adam, we have a really good super chat from Dan Kelly here. He says, don't draft uh, offensive guard top 10. Might be dated. Most D tackles can rush the passer. Tired of an A-gap blitzes. Ending Bears drive. Skaronski at nine and left guard is set. Would you be all right with um, – and we actually have another one here from Ron Swanson, 181. Uh, don't want a guard at nine. Skaronski is a guard at uh, pro level. A lot of uh, varying opinions on whether or not a guard at nine, if that's where Skaronski ends up playing in the NFL, is, is worth the pick. What's your take on that? Is You're not drafting a guard at nine, I promise. But go ahead, Hoke. Yeah, and but that gets back to the crux of the last question is ultimately – the Bears' homework on Skaronsky. Do they think he's a tackle or guard? If their conclusion is he's going to be just fine playing tackle, then I could totally see them drafting him at at, uh, at nine. If not, then I, I don't think that they would make that move. But um, 
you know, I, as always appreciate the super chat. I just wonder how many people, and I saw it in my Twitter responses right away today. Um, with Skronsky, oh, he's a guard, he's a guard, he's a guard. What are you basing that off of? Because the only film I've seen at the high school and college level is he's a left tackle and a pretty damn good one. So we're just making that conclusion of arm size? I mean, I, I just think that's a ridiculous way to go about it. Is it a factor? Absolutely, it's one piece of the puzzle. But to just definitively say the guy can't play a tackle at the NFL level just because of an arm length measurement is just ridiculous. Do you have any uh, thoughts on Laramie Tunzel, Hogue? Who just tweeted out? He's, the p- yeah, he's good at football. <laughs> you, I'm just trying to get creative here on how to solve this issues. I don't think the Bears are, they haven't been tied to him at all. But he's got a tweet out there of, of 28 minutes ago with uh, something's going on in Tunzel Land. So I don't know. Tunzel Land. <laughs> give me. I, yeah, no. I don't know. Give me. Give me your. You know, Caleb McGarry's been in the in the chat a ton today bears fans looking for help here on the offensive line do you have a number one target that's interesting you mcgarry had, had a heart issue back in the day i don't know how the bears look at that um good against the run maybe i don't know maybe they're just gonna address this in the draft well i think i think it's a combination of both probably if you're looking at mcgarry and um and then probably more draft picks and i say plural because you saw them do that last year throw multiple picks at the offensive line i, I would think that that could happen again um but you know yeah mcgarry's somebody i had in my newsletter last week i always thought he was a little bit more realistic than mcglinchy because i thought mcglinchy's market would be uh pretty high and we saw that yesterday so i think um you know somebody who has ties to chris morgan the bears offensive line coach who was in atlanta when they drafted caleb mcgarry um i think it's an interesting fit i think it's a cheaper fit too um and it's one where i could see that happening a right tackle and then maybe you still drafts Karonsky and I don't think there's anything wrong look just look at what happened yesterday there's no way when I woke up yesterday that I thought Jack Sanborn would be in a position where he'll only be on the field for a third of the snaps next year but you know I think the Bears looked at on on the premium positions in free agency were costing a ton of money and they felt like they could target non-premium positions at a cheaper price and essentially they ended up with two long-term starting linebackers for the price of Roquan Smith. And so you can see why they took that approach that they did. And so I think that you got to take that logic at what they've done at some of these other positions and, um, and, and look at, you know, future moves that are still coming because we're starting to see now in Ryan Poles, second free agency um, go around sort of what the blueprint is, the values and the way they go about this. You go up to Pauls and tell him that from all of us in Sand God Nation, we're not thrilled about this situation. <laughs> we don't, this Sand God out there for 28% of the time is not what we're looking for here, Ryan Pauls. But we, we do trust you to the end of the earth because, you know, you're Ryan Pauls, damn it, and we love you, and you're going to get this right, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. I think he may have already left here. Um <laughs> If he's still around, I'll pass that along. I'll make yeah, sure just, that just, the, just uh, t- the Sand God Nation is heard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, we appreciate him coming on CHGO Bears at the combine, and we and we and he's he's it's open scene any time for him, of course. And the Sand God thing is just not going to stand. A uh, five dollars from the Grand Pooba, who maybe have the that could be the greatest super chat <laughs> moniker of all time. Uh, quote, ask Hogue, is polls still there? Is he getting busy eyes emoji? Uh, did you see him on the phone at all when you were out there at emoji or was he just watching cats? 
no, he was, he was focused on the cats. Um, so, but I, I do think he left. I, I do think he left at this point. I saw him walking away at one point. I know, I know Flus left. So, um, I don't know in Twitter land, maybe you should start getting excited. Maybe that means something's about to happen, or it just means that they have the next thing to do on their very busy itinerary of really, priorities. I really right like what he was wearing. He had the Canadian goose, uh, jacket, some bears, warm ups, and then Jordan a pair Force. of Jordan fours. It looked like a comfortable thing to evaluate in. Look, you guys are more qualified than me to <laughs> explain what that means in the, the grand scheme of what people should be wearing in life. But, uh, yes, people on Twitter clearly very excited about what King Poles is wearing. Well, <laughs> just, you know, the Jordan 4s, ho, you should know this. That That's the shot against Cleveland. That's 1989. That's three seconds. Elo with the back door to beat Craig Hodges. That's hanging in the air. That's beating the Knicks and Patino. That's going up two games to one on the Pistons. Shot off the glass. Rodman trying to cover him. Isaiah too late coming over. He's wearing that shoe. If that yeah. doesn't give you confidence in your Bears general manager, I don't know what does. <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And um, it clearly means the Bears are winning the Super Bowl sometime in the near future. All right. Bears hey, bef bef before you go, we'll get back to one serious question for you. Of all the free agents that have signed that the Bears didn't sign, who do you wish they would have signed? Um, ooh, interesting question. Uh, it says YouTube short written all over it. YouTube with the pause. We're leaving it in there. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess Draymond Jones, just because I'm concerned at where that D-line is right now. As you look at it, um, I think it increases the desperation you might have uh, on the defensive line. And, and desperation is always a bad word to use and a, a bad thing to have. Now, I think that's where it's good to remind people that I, I don't I don't envision the Bears getting desperate. I think that people looking at this like they're trying to win this season i don't necessarily i mean i think they're trying to win more but i don't think that they're trying to put together a super bowl run here right now i think they're just kind of in the words of that shirt that's on the screen right now brick by brick build this thing in a smart way um so obviously i think draymond jones would have helped i think again though you look the 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 thing i wasn't sure about him was is a little bit of a projection you're kind of like okay we we've seen what he did uh with the broncos but can he take that next step? And for the amount of money he was getting, I think it was a little risky. So I think that that's probably where the Bears, again, held firm on whatever their number was. But um, I think that's probably how I'd ask your question because I still have concerns about who's actually who's actually going to keep those blockers off this uh, really good linebacker tandem that they put together. Yeah, I mean, I asked Nick and, and Kevin the same question. If you, Draymond Jones or Tremaine Edwards, for the money that they signed for, who would you rather have? I think Edmonds, though. I, I, I think Tremaine Edmonds. Um, I'm just, but that's. I have to say, for this, for the free agent group that they've put together, the part of the reason why I'm so optimistic about it is because the one guy they took a financial risk on was Tremaine Edmonds, and that's a guy I just love. Like I just think he's a really good player. Um, I think at this point he's probably going to be the Mike linebacker, uh, not the Will. Um, because that's a position that he's used to playing. Um, and, I, and I think TJ Edwards has a capability of playing the will. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but that's, that's kind of where I'm at now on that. And, um, you know, 
for as much emphasis as we know they have on the will linebacker position, we still saw this defense work best uh, in the past when they had a really good giant sized athletic middle linebacker in Brian Erlacher. And I'm not saying Tremaine Edmonds is Brian Erlacher by any means, but um, I just can see why they're going that route and why they're willing to, to pay. And it's still not ridiculous money. Like it's like I said before, you got two starting caliber above like good starting caliber linebackers for the price of Roquan Smith. And, and I think from a business standpoint, you can see why they did that. Adam Ho, good stuff, my brother. We miss you in studio, but right. we love you on the lakefront. If you want to, call, you yeah. want to call back in from the actual lake, and, <laughs> and and give us that visual, we're open to it. In the water, um, I mean, I'm willing to do that in a couple months, but <laughs> there you go. Not 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 so much today. We are going to go talk to uh, Peter Skaronsky here at Atamawa. Anything you guys want me to pass along to uh, those future bears? Some people think uh, Peter has short arms, if you want to let him know that. <laughs> yeah, I'll ask him about that. Okay. Um, uh, we'll see what he has to say about that. But obviously, you, you know, you heard Fitz was was pushing for Skaronsky to the Bears already. So we'll have to get, we'll have to get Skaronsky's reaction to that. Because, um, you know, the thing is, he's not like Cole Komet or TJ Edwards. This is a guy who grew up a Packer fan because his uh, – was his uncle was a Packer? Is that the story? I think it is. Grandfather, right? That's Grand, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Ask him what he thinks about Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Ugh. I just saw a tweet yeah. pop up. Did something just happen with that, by the way? Yeah, Diana Rossini just tweeted that um, Aaron Rodgers has provided the New York Jets with a wish list of free agents he would like them to target and acquire. It includes Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Mercedes Lewis, and Odell Beckham Jr. Is he kidding? Is this a joke? Uh, it's from Diana Rossini. It's a blue check mark. Dude, oh, God. That is you, just you, unbelievable. I'm looking at it right now. Let me just read Are this you allowed myself. to do that when you're under contract with a different team? How is this possible? What is this? <laughs> what is, I'm sure Garrett Wilson is watching that on his vacation and loving that, right? I mean, seriously. New York Jets. And, have some, have some, have some discipline. Have some, some respect for yourself. Yeah, yeah re- look in the mirror and say you're not going to do this. I mean, come on. I know that whatever you, you, you're, you're too late on literally all the quarterbacks out there. But go get your go, go, go lay your lot with Gardner Minshew at this point over this dude. <laughs> He's still sitting out there. Go get my guy Gardner. Damn it. Uh, all right, ho- good stuff, brother. All right, yeah, I'm uh, we're, I'm on the move now because we're going to talk to Ed uh, Tomwa at a bore. He has no, no idea. Send just, it in we, if it's any good. We'll, out. Uh, you know, or not good. Well, he's he's, ta- he's right next to me. You guys want to say hi? Is Ed What's going on? Say hello to. The- yeah, he's right there. What's going he on? He can't hear you guys though. But we're about to go. To, we're about to go talk to him over here. So I'll tell him yeah. you say hi. Okay. <laughs> right. He just Adam. he just dominated his pro day. Okay. All right, there guys. We we'll talk to you later. Uh, I, I will throw in that I just I've, can we just claim that we had him on our show now? I think we yeah. can, and I've I've talked to Adetamiwa, uh I mean, you, you can't my, really claim very well because I did tell you to get off the thing with Adam because his shot was crapping out, but you guys just kept talking to him after that. So you know, we sort of saw him. We so do I, have this thing know. called Slack. <laughs> I mean, I did you actually type the message say it in there so we could actually read it and not. I heard it. Read your sign language. I don't. I okay. I th- I think we did a great job getting Hogue off there, but and Adam did a good job contributing, and we got to see Adetamiwa. And to finish that point, or my my thought on Adetamiwa, great dude, 
I mean, I know that nobody really, you know, we're not going to dra- draft the guy because he's a great guy, but he just he just did 225 benches tw- 28, 28 times. times, one more time than he did it at the combine. Not easy to add on another rep in uh, no. that in a week's time. Adetamo is out there getting it done, man. I will be excited if they go out of Barre. Can we talk about this Rogers thing real quick? Sure. Wrap this up. <laughs> Absolutely. I assume like Randall Cobb is would be happy to have a job. The rest of these guys, are they in on going to New York? Are are they just looking at this tweet and saying, "Why are you bringing me into this?" I'm sure they're all wondering. Sure, you can go get me paid, Aaron. I mean, I guess, but. I, Especially like Marseille's Lewis. What is he like? He's getting closer to like 40, if, if I'm not mistaken. Like that dude, the only reason he's like relevant now is because of Rodgers. And I mean, they're really good buddies. But yeah, that's nuts that he, he basically has the Jets in his hand and saying, give me these guys. These are my guys. I mean, it could have just gone like, if we want to give him a slight 1% benefit of any doubt here, it could have just been like, hey, dude, you know, we really want you. If you do come, who else would you be interested in? And then he gives him this versus like him yeah. storming in the door saying, this is who I want. Right, right. I go with the second. I mean, <laughs> does he deserve that benefit of the doubt? You want to make Rogers happy, he, right? No, he does not. <laughs> I, I am a bow down to elite athletes guys type of guy myself. Like I would, you know, you don't say. Who does, who does Jordan want on the team? Great. Go get, get him. him. Go, <laughs> yeah, go you get know. him. So, says the guy who has christened a, a uh, rookie linebacker, Sand God. Yeah. Yes. That's right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, these guys are my heroes. I got into this business because I worship them, and I want to <laughs> be friends with them. That's all true. I literally had no plan coming out of college, and the only thing I wanted to do was get in the locker room and see Jordan. How How's do I it do going that? for you? I mean, I'm still here, so I guess it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a <laughs> Overall, we'll call it a win. It's been it's been quite the journey. You need it to be like that guy. That what's what's Jordan's uh, limo driver buddy's name? George. Yeah, George Kohler. I, I yeah. mean, if I could have been Kohler, I would. That would have that would have been the ideal job for you. <laughs> what's pick, I, randomly pick him up from the airport and have your life set? My I don't know if my ego could have handled it. To be honest, I, I probably would have like. Uh, <laughs> can you get me on the team or what? Like, can it, <laughs> my dad did that once. He uh, was a limo driver and drove Jordan from the airport to his hotel. He's like, it was the craziest thing. Most. He remembers it and tells me vividly like it was yesterday. That doesn't seem possible. Yeah. He had Kohler. How did your dad get in there for Kohler? I don't know. He Maybe said he, he drove him. Kohler was on time. vacation. Maybe. Kohler was on. Kohler like vacations with Jordan. I don't think Kohler was allowed. To, I think that gig, you don't get any vacation. Um, <laughs> but it does, you know, the, the, on the Rodgers part, it does seem like he is out the door. Right? He can't go back to Green Bay. He's like, not coming back. It's over. No. I, I mean, I don't know if we should be. Tell and us the Jets the, are so far down the creek that they kind of have to deal with all this i mean you don't you're the you made the gardner Minshew joke like that's kind of where they are right now Uh, it's which which for the record uh i mean the bears aren't you don't have mike white any longer to save your ass oh yeah if the bears would be you know give gardner a call i would be super excited about that (laughs) just in, in the case that justin missed a couple games this year i love gardner but you're the Jets. You're already a clown show. Like you might as well just add on. Like you might. Eh. So now you're now you're begging for Aaron. Like that's that's probably better than what you normally do, which is draft Zach Wilson and then and and completely blow it. I mean that went. Zach Wilson went a thousand times worse than Trubisky went. At oh, least, absolutely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So take that. And the Jets are sitting Jets. at thirteen right now in the draft. So it's not like. 
Let's say they, they can't get Rodgers. He retires or whatever. You're, are you just going to roll with Zach Wilson or you're at the 13th pick looking to trade up? I don't know. But they are in a very – they don't have many options. And that's – if you're the Jets, like, you need to get Rodgers. If not, you're screwed. And – Let's just remember that we do have a significant Aaron Rodgers bias around here, and the guy still is a pretty damn-ass good quarterback, and he, they, he, he does make that team a whole lot better. That's but pretty much everyone is against Aaron Rodgers now, including some of the Packers fan base, maybe a majority of the Packers fan base. So I don't think we're different here just because we're sitting here in Chicago. Th- that's, that's true. He has burned a lot of bridges and mm-hmm. – and used up any goodwill in many corners but i I did have one packer fan texted me the other day that's correct i I texted with some packer fans and he was i was like i'm like it's i just i wrote back it's time and he's like eh, i guess like he you know he's not because who knows what that's going to look like with jordan love Mm -hmm. you you might you might miss aaron at least for one year but uh let's get back to here and chicago and the best coverage for your favorite teams that you're getting right here at chgo get yourself the best sports gear around as well focus got you covered soldier field to the living room north side front side south side side, what did i just say hoodies slippers signs bobbleheads everything in between you know it you love it the merch and collectibles focus got it all perfect gift for the foot exactly right perfect gift for the football fan in your life foco has you Exactly what you need. Check out. You need out. to get them to sell some like foam bricks with Braggs's face on it. Oh God, <laughs> that would be good. Focus or maybe, should... yeah, maybe a foam Braggs. I mean, it have it have to get be them our way. It'd your own be... Braggs for your house. It have to be it's a made very of foam. big foam finger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use that promo code CHGO for ten percent off. We'll we'll play. Uh, Fitzgerald a little bit coming back here. You said the Grand Puba was our best commenter, and then that guy calling himself Andres Nocioni showed up. That's tough. You're right there with Puba. Wow. That's, and he's, that's he's got a tip for Hogue. Hogue should check out Al's Deli or Sarkis while he's in oh, the E-Town. Sar- I think Sarkis is... What about Flo Joe's? Didn't Sarkis die? I know I know the owner died. Is it still going, Sarkis? I think it is, actually. I take that back. I, mean, I feel like that's yours. Your, that is yeah, my hook. Sarkis is still that. alive. I take it back. It's still going. I don't know why I just thought it was gone. Uh, What do you got, Nick? Yeah, I have to tell everybody I've been waiting for this ad read, guys. Spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using code CHGOBETS to get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you have to show your face in the daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you've got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art (laughs) in a travel size package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. Next, the kit has the liquid goods to make you feel good, starting with the beard shampoo and conditioner, which is specifically designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and replenish your beard's natural oils and promote beard health. And I look, I could talk about Manscaped all day, but here's arguably the most important part. You save 20% off and get free shipping with the code CHGOBETS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CHGOBETS at manscaped.com. Focus on that face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. I love that uh, 
Manscaped brought out pump is not hump out of nowhere. Which <laughs> 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 might be which might be my new favorite <laughs> my new favorite chatter. All right, should we hear from uh little Fitz since Hogue was out there? Get get a little pet Fitzgerald in here. Little sure. Fitz, little Fitz. Uh let, let's let let's let's see what the head coach of the Wildcats has to say about his pro cats who very might uh, very well end up at least one of them with the Chicago Bears come the end of April here. So Pat Fitzgerald with Adam and the media a little bit earlier today. Joining us now, if you will, on our CHGO Bears podcast. I think he looked really good in Chicago Bear uniform, so I'll just I'll just throw it out there as a Bear fan. When I saw the trade, I went, Skronsky to the Bears, let's go. <laughs> I, I think, well, I think it's Skronsky to the Bears. That's what I think, you know. We got our quarterback, and now let's go get our left tackle, you know, and uh, I'll be doing a little bit of uh, – communicating with Ryan and, and, and Flus today, but no, I mean, it, it, wherever he goes, I'm just a Bear fan, as you all know, so I think he'd look great. It's a pretty good clip. Yeah, Carm went to go get Pierce Skaransky, apparently. So <laughs> he went to go measure his arms. Yeah, go, go measure his arms, get Pierce Skaransky yeah. in Chicago. It's a weird it time. Sense. It's weird time. So what I do love about the, the quote was, we've got our quarterback, and now let's go get our left tackle. And obviously, they went out and got Justin Fields is wide receiver. So do you feel like he does need that left tackle also to make that jump or? Yeah, I think it would help. And I look, I, I really want to see what Braxton Jones can do with another season of just getting acclimated to the NFL game. But, you know, if they want to go upgrade that left tackle with a premium guy, then yeah, you can definitely do that. But for me, I think Braxton Jones can still become a, a better second year pro by getting in the weight room you know, being able to anchor, because that was his issue, Kevin, right. just being able to actually take on the bull rush and getting, you know, just acclimated to guys like, you know, Aiden Hutchinson. Like, you're going to face those type of dudes in, in the NFL. So I would like to see what he could do. But um, if they want to go get that that left tackle, and if Skaronsky's the guy they identify, go with that too. Unfortunately, he's going to have to be facing Hutchinson twice a year yeah. with the Lions. Um, yeah, we, we talked about it, though, earlier too. You need the three-tech to make – the vision of Aberflus work, but then you've also have so many different holes on the offensive side. Mm -hmm. And I think what's becoming clear is like, this is not all going, and it should have been clear before, but you get excited and you see the bears players tweeting and get caught up in the excitement of yesterday. But this is still a multi-year process. Yeah. You can't fill every hole that you have on the roster. And the bears had a lot coming into this off season in one Offseason, it's impossible mm -hmm. to do. Even though the Bears had the most draft capital or the most cap space and then had a bunch of draft capital, it's just not possible to do that and fill it with premium guys at each position. Like, that that shouldn't have been the expectation. But, you know, now that we're seeing some of these moves being made, like, oh, when is Ryan Poles going to get, you know, fill X, Y, and Z? It, it's probably not going to all happen in one offseason. Uh, it can't. It, it's not, and it's also interesting that they've – Overlo they've overloaded the linebacker position. They have bumped Jack Sanborn. They've done it. <laughs> it's going to be okay, Carm. It, it, it is. Okay. It is. It won't, uh, it won't be okay if TJ Edwards comes in here and takes 57, and you've got to upgrade that jersey. Have we thought about what you're going to do then? Uh, I, I haven't. I'm looking at Chi-Town's uh, chat here. Defensive tackle, Jalen Carter. Defensive end, Tyree Wilson. Defensive tackle, Clyde Cancy. Defensive end, Lucas Van Ness. They could all go at number nine. Uh, all true. And the Jalen Carter thing is super interesting. And the Bears will be there. We'll be at that pro day. Seeing what Jalen Carter, 
What's up, There's Kevin? just no way he's going to fall to number nine. There's okay, so, no way. Well, okay, so so let's let's just There's say no, the, the draft is still what seven weeks away, six weeks away. So you got the Panthers six at one, half, Texans yeah. at two, Cardinals at three, the Colts at four. Seattle just signed a three tech with um, Jerry Mont Jones, so take him out of there. Whoever the, whoever I said on the podcast yesterday is going to Detroit and Detroit at six. <laughs> that that's would terrifying. Be, that is terrifying. Terrifying. If that not, could like happen. the that, Raiders, would they take him at seven? Atlanta's at eight? He does feel like a Raider. He does feel like a Raider. Oh, man. I, but it, he could, the, the, well, you're, you could very well be right, but the exercise is if he is there, would the Bears take him? I, I, think, I don't think so. I, don't, I, I think the McCaskies, when it comes to, to matters like that, I think they're pretty clear on the type of person they want in Hallis Hall, and I think they impart that pretty well on the GM, no matter who's in charge. Like you don't really get a lot of question marks coming into that building. And maybe some are created when we're players going, are there. We're not going back to the Tank Johnson days here. Right. I mean, that was a long time ago still. Yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, um, Tank Johnson was a little bit of a reach there. And yeah. No, I, listen, uh, I just don't think everything they're, they're setting up that they would do it. I've said that multiple times. But who, who the hell knows? Maybe they'll get some. They're going to his pro day. We'll see. Uh, Duke is in the chat. Love you, Duke. Holy crap, it's Kevin. <laughs> Overall, I'm happy with the move so far. He's not swinging for the fences, really. Last year was tear it down. This year is set the foundation. I that Duke, I'm with you. Tremaine Edmonds definitely feels like that for me. Like right. he's this is uh, somebody that they obviously really like and thought they were getting relative value there for a, a linebacker at 24 years old, even though the non-premium position. So he does feel like a foundational piece, um, and they also are filling in some of the gaps here. I mean, that's that's also what's going on. We got to get somebody in here, um, you know, Demarcus Walker to play period like i don't i don't think they're looking at that as some long-term piece uh do they look at nate davis as a longer term well they're all young walker's a little bit older but you know these are all entering their prime dudes so there's that there, i read one thing about nate davis yesterday somebody's asking tennessee like you know what do you think about nate davis and the response back was that mike Vrabel hates him <laughs> <laughs> so i was like oh great Grable hates him and and then I you know I there was plenty of people that were depending on what you want to listen to yesterday they would they were throwing some shade at uh at Tremaine Edmonds that he's not physical enough and that uh he looks the part but doesn't exactly play the part at times that's out there too and then they're on the other side I don't want to go at him he's a really 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 good player so it's going to be interesting to see I mean players getting paid and getting that payday is you know and then not Amounting not to playing the at the level area. that got them that payday is a real thing in the NFL. But I think at the end of the day, it's yep. this is still going to come down to how well Ryan Poles drafts. This is yes, not, you know, you're right. 100%. You're not, you're not making the the Super Bowl on the strength of your linebacking core, right? If the like, You need a lot more with that linebacking core to get to ultimately where Ryan Poles wants to be. And he right. always talks about at the top. And the Bears aren't quite there yet, but... They're going to make the moves that will keep them up there for the longevity. That's that's a big thing, too. It's not instantaneous success. It's hopeful success for, for a long time. Duke coming right back at us with a 1999 Super Chat. Uh, I want to push back on something I've heard from the, quote, professionals that say sacks aren't an offensive line stat. 
when the sack results from pressure from the A gap, it is absolutely on the O line problem. Get me a big mean center. Yeah, no, that's definitely one where you look at the interior pressure. You you should put that on the line. It's it's the ones where there is time and the quarterback's maybe a little indecisive and holding the ball a little bit too long. But I think every sack has a different story to it. You can't always attribute it all on the offensive line or on the quarterback. You have to look at each individual one and see what the story is. But, yeah, and interior pressure is a huge thing. That's the quickest way to get to the quarterback. And that's why a center, and like you were saying here, uh, the Duke, is that if you have a mean center, someone who could diagnose where the pressure's coming from, you have a better chance of avoiding those sacks up the middle. Duke, I don't want to disappoint you. But I'm just telling you, from your from your friend Carm over here, get ready for some Cody White here at center. Just 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 brace yourself for it because he's going back. Uh, Bear Forever fourteen ten dollars. You don't have to get premium players at every position this year. You just need to get talent across the board. The O line must improve or Fields will die. Okay, let's not kill the quarterback Bear Forever. But <laughs> uh, alive. no, we were just talking about that. You don't need premium players at every position this year but you know you do want to see him at some of the most important ones and i mean the biggest surprise from last season was braxton jones who played left tackle and he was a fifth round pick Mm -hmm. can they do that again is that how they're gonna do this it's not the safest way to you know guarantee that you're gonna get a a quality starter who didn't miss a single snap not i I wouldn't put my money on doing that again it's not the likelihood of not very good uh yeah. Okay. Let's just. I'm gonna stay positive here that they're just they're gonna they're gonna address the offensive line in a brilliant way. Uh, from Luke Urbach, eight dollar and sixty nine super chat. What do you guys think? I can't see this Lawrence because of where's Luke Urbach? Caleb and Gary Yannick. I like Ngakwe. He's in our database here at CHGO. We wrote all about him. Uh, ascending player. I think. Uh, around 26 years old, if I'm not mistaken, but somebody that kind of fits with the moves that the Bears are already made, right, in terms of getting that young talent that's ascending. So Yannick Ngakwe would be a guy that I'd be interested in. We have, uh, I believe we have a guest here have with Adam Hogue here. Really? So hold on one second. Oh, Hogue is returned. Like, it feels yeah, like we might get be getting an Atatamoa or somebody from Return of the King. Okay. Oh, there he is. Okay, what do we got here? Hey, guys, you hear me okay? We yeah. got you, Adam yeah. Hogue. Yeah, I got I had a Tamawa, I had a Bore. Did I do okay with Yo! this? Perfect. All right. Tommy Wall, yeah. yes, sir. Um I am going to just hand him the phone, guys, and let you talk to him if that sounds good. I just got a chance to talk to him here so you guys can fire away. Awesome. Sweet. Surprise All guest. Right. Uh, this is uh, this is awesome. Out of Tommy Wall, how great to see you. Thank you for taking time for CHGO. Oh, absolutely. Appreciate you for having me. So you're getting a lot of love for how you performed at the, at the combine. How, is, are you? Uh, that's it's got to feel good, right? Coming into this, that you're definitely. moving up the boards. Yeah, definitely. I mean, today I just had my pro day, so I was just trying to show kind of my lateral uh, change of direction today. I didn't do that at the combine, so uh, just trying to add on to that. Eddie Tamawa, what did you learn most from your Senior Bowl experience? Obviously, you got a chance to face some of the best senior seniors in the country. What did you learn most from that experience? Uh, I would just say just kind of understanding the type of player I really am because I always knew I was good, um, but I just had to kind of go prove it to myself and obviously everyone in the league. Um, so that was kind of one thing I learned, just kind of like the talent, like just obviously the difference in talent and just kind of my ability to be able to still perform at, at a high level. Real quick, was there any player that stood out that you went up against in your one-on-one reps that kind of left an impression on you? 
Definitely. So I'll say uh, Cody Mock as well mm -hmm. as uh, McLennan uh, Curtis. I'll say those two guys uh, were, were pretty good uh, interior uh, O-linemen. Do you feel more comfortable playing inside or outside? Obviously, they're going to play wherever they want to put you there. But if you had a preference, do you have one? Not really. But I would say inside is a lot easier. Inside's a lot easier. So I feel like inside allows me to, like, kind of use what I'm good at, and that's get off the ball. What, it, what has been your impression so far? Obviously, like, G, uh, Bears general manager Ryan Poles was there, Matt Eberflus, you've been around Luke Getze, who was at the Senior Bowl. What's been, just been your impression about the Bears staff that they, they have there? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, just talking with them, I mean, they obviously see me as a, uh, you know, interior pass rusher and obviously like an every down three technique. Um, so just kind of talking with them about kind of, you know, my film and, you know, different things within their scheme. So that's kind of been stuff I've gotten from the Bears. And you've been on Big Ten championship teams. You've been on teams that have, have not gotten there this, this last year, obviously a bit of a struggle. So how do you – football's a grind, right? Week in, week out, 17-game NFL season. How do you keep yourself – you've always been, guys, this rep that you are in the gym, ready to go every single day. Where does that come from for you? I'll just say everyone that's put the time to, like, invest in me, like, I'm not trying to let those people down. So from my family to start, uh, coaches, teachers, friends, like everybody that's put the time to like, you know, help me in some way or, you know, fashion with schoolwork, athletics, whatever. Those are people that I'm, I'm always thinking about, like, as I just continue to work. At any time, well, you got a chance to play against Justin Fields. What were just some of your impressions uh, just from playing against him? And what kind of quarterback do you think he ultimately is? I mean, Justin Fields is a very good athlete and obviously a very good, you know, football player. So going against that kind of caliber player as a sophomore was, was you know, obviously really cool for me. Yeah, but you can you can puff the chest out a little bit right now. Let's for all this for Cat Nation. You got you guys slowed down Fields. You maybe that might have been his toughest game all year against Northwestern. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, but you know he still won. So. That that is that is true. They did. Hey, uh, you grew up in KC out of Tomo, but you're. Can you just give people a little bit of your family background? I know you. I know your parents did a lot to get you here today. That means a ton to you. Yeah, definitely. So, born and raised in Kansas City. Uh, three little brothers, mom and dad. Uh, I got a brother at, at uh, Oklahoma right now. He's a five-star recruit. Um, he, he's up there right now as a early enrollee. Um, and then mom is a nurse. Dad's a mental health technician. So just kind of growing up there. You know, mom and dad came from Nigeria. Uh, like late 1980s, early 1990s, somewhere around there. So just been, you know, just been staying in Kansas City. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of my childhood right there. Eddie, Eddie about what do you want, if you do get selected by the Bears, what do you want Bears fans to know about you, not just as a football player, but you as a person? Right, so obviously as a football player, I mean, I, like I, at this point I hope I've, I've, I've shown how athletic I am. Um, and then as a person, just, you know, great character, intelligent, Smart, respectful, kind, all those things. Um, so, yeah. I just want to throw in as we wish you luck here and appreciate you taking us, taking some time with us. Your parents were like, yo, yo, you, you can do this football thing, but you better get your school straight, which is part of the reason right. why that you ended up in Northwestern for the record. <laughs> Isn't that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah there was, there was some I want to chime in real Guys, I want to chime in one thing on that point exactly yeah. as I try to get the camera on myself. We just talked to him. I did not know this. He's still finishing his degree right now. Yeah. So so typically pre-draft process, like so many guys go to California, they go to wherever they go to just I'm I'm 
focusing on getting drafted. You're going through the pre-draft process right now and still finishing your degree. That's pretty impressive. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I mean, I was I was in Florida, but fortunately for me, you know, I was taking like an online class. Uh, so just doing that while I was training. So one more quarter left, and he's not finishing. He, or he is finishing school, but he's not putting that behind and putting it off for later. So no. just just another nugget you should know about him. Hey, out of Tommy, well, we'll see you at Soldier Field. All right. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Right, Thanks, Adam Hogue. Yep. And there we go. That was fun. Well, that was awesome. That was, that was awesome. great. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I saw the chat. Carver looks so happy. I, I am a little bubbly. I love that dude. <laughs> that, he, he's a good man. That, one they, more friend made for Carver. One yeah. more athlete friend. The, the, the Bears could do a lot worse than the, if they went down mm -hmm. that road. All right, uh, we got to rip through like five super chats, then we got to get out of here. It. Let's rip. Let's go. Sherman Campbell, five bucks. Can't wait to play Madden with all these free agents. Hashtag brick by Ooh, Rick. He may win a Super Bowl title before the Bears do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one was sort of uh, related to the last one we did before we got the surprise appearance there. Uh, Alfredo, five bucks. Uh, he's suggesting McGarry, Ngakwe, Schultz, if we close out free agent like this. Yes. Address defensive tackle, DN, center, and right tackle or left tackle in the draft. I'd also like a wide receiver in the draft between uh, in between the third or sixth rounds. Yeah, I think a later round wide receiver too. Obviously, you need to address both lines, but a wide receiver in the later rounds, I think, would be a good choice. Uh, I like some of those guys that we got a chance to talk to at the combine. Uh, Nicholas Picarillo, uh, four ninety nine. Uh, how telling is it that polls prioritize two of the best coverage linebackers in the league? Very telling. After it's a, it's watching, a passing uh, league. Yeah, after watching last year and and the deficiencies the Bears had in the pass coverage. Absolutely telling. I, yeah, we can't get to the quarterback, so we better get some linebackers who can run. <laughs> Great. Uh, Ron, $1.99. I'm not quite sure what this one means because it seems like he got cut off while he was typing it. Javon and Draymond were third-rounders. Polls got... It's like a, it's a cliffhanger. Uh, you, God, what did he get? Ron, it's he's like, going to crush the third round, courtesy of that Super It's like chat. a Mad Libs. That's a yeah. CHGO Bears Mad Libs. Appreciate oh, Polls got... Yeah, uh, and... I don't know. I think maybe he was still typing, but he actually hit, actually hit enter. <laughs> uh, good sorry about that. Thank Mike Tomzak. For real? For 18? Bucks. Yeah, good old 18. Two linebackers in free agency. Stop with the defense already. How did one of the best defensive lines in football, the Eagles, fare against Kansas City's O-line? Edmonds' contract could have been spent on a quality O-lineman. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's a reasonable take. Mm -hmm, yeah. It, it, you can you can definitely play with the Edmonds money and put it elsewhere, which we've done on the show today. Draymond Jones, whoever, wherever you want to go, you want to go back to the offensive line and say they could have, you know, whatever. Nate Davis and uh, and and take away Edmonds and you get yourself McGlinchey. You can certainly do that, but uh, trust in Pulse, baby. That's what we're doing. Before yep. we go, can I ask a quick question? So uh, the re re wide receiver market started to move with Jacoby Myers going to the Raiders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, three-year deal. We're going to start to see the running back um, market start to move. And what do you think that means for David Montgomery? That's a tough one, right? Yeah, running backs is such a such a strange – I mean, how what teams are going to actually, you know, give top dollar to some of the what, – what is uh, a guy like Montgomery actually going to get? I think that ultimately staying in Chicago – Gonna be the best best choice. I hope so. Fifty fifty is how it feels for me too. But I I do wonder with every, with a bunch of running backs getting tagged, if Montgomery gets a little bit more money than the Bears are willing to spend. And if I had to bet, I'm gonna say he ends up elsewhere. 
We'll find out. Find we out we will find out. Hey, uh, CHGO Cubs is coming up in 10 minutes. Make sure you buy that those Brick by Brick shirts. They're going, they're going fast, so you want to make sure you get in on those first printing. So uh, go out, and if you're thinking about it, thinking about becoming a diehard, now's the time you can get access to that hoodie too. That hoodie is sweet. All right, Braggs, <laughs> I'm going to wear your tee and your hoodie and just salute you daily. Thanks for watching, everybody. We, of course, are back tomorrow at noon. And if anything major breaks today, we will be jumping back in as well. I really appreciate the support. Kevin, thanks for sitting in, brother. Thank you. Thanks for having me. AllCHGO.com. Check it out. Become a diehard. Uh, we just, will see. Sorry, I, I'm actually going to. Kevin just sent a note here. Kevin uh, Majajewski. I don't know how to say that, but uh, he, he sent a super chat that I didn't see. I'm sorry about that. Uh, he said, my girlfriend's a diehard Packer fan, and so is her family. She saw the tweet, and no hesitation said, I hate this guy. Get him off my team now. <laughs> That's a good way to end the show. That, right. Yeah. Aaron, good luck in New York. We're not breaking in for a live show for you. Good even question, if it does Kevin's happen. taste in women, though. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>